Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. How Long Gone is here. You can tell that we're back in a room on state stateside land. We're in America again. How does it feel, bro? Feels great. I mean, I, I loved our Aussie experience and our time down under, but nothing beats getting back to LA, sun shining, mm. convertible humming. I went yesterday and got my first, and this is going to be shocking to some of the listeners, but my first ever uh, recovery IV drip. Mm-hmm um i guess though maybe because i don't drink it's it's not as yeah. prevalent in my life um you don't you're you're not the guest of honor at a lot of turned up thingies you don't do a lot of bachelor parties and things i, I like don't that. get to i don't get to sit in the suite uh yeah, when's at, the last time you saw the sun come up at the wind with diplo while <laughs> the hot nurses come to plug us in <laughs> um so i gotta I, go I, hiking tomorrow at 9 a.m <laughs> I went to that's in one hour so I need a bag I went to pause my local uh wellness studio that where I go to sauna and a nice wellness studio a nice um gay nurse and some kind of tight-fitting figs how'd you know they were gay I could tell by his voice what's a fig a fig fig is the cool startup scrubs brand Mm, uh, that mm -hmm. even fake nurses wear okay Um, I'll be a tough time finding a vein because he said I was so dehydrated from the flying mate so it hurt a little bit but then honestly after 45 minutes in the chair and a couple bags <laughs> i felt fucking amazing i was flying how how many the the, the part because like i this all sounds good and i plan to do it after you give gave this glowing review i don't love ivs i who does i mean who does but like it's I, it's one of those things where you might agree and many other people will where it's harder to watch somebody else get an iv than your your own self well luckily there's three chairs in the iv section at paws west hollywood and i come in and there's just a guy that looks like philip pline on steroids mm-hmm. watching tiktoks with the sound on no headphones yeah and his like russian prostitute wife yeah who had the biggest nastiest fake tits i've ever seen in this my life could have just been philip honestly <laughs> honestly it might have oh shit he was kind of looking at me what if it was Dude, it might have been him. It really might have been him. I gotta find out. It really might be. And she, because can she, you can you pull the records at pause? Slip him a twenty. I probably could, but would they? You I would, mean, you would think that Big Philly would get a house call. Yeah, but he wasn't. He also wasn't wearing like he was wearing Montclair and like oh. on running. Mm. But I've never seen Philly in real life. But I think he's a little thinner. This guy was like big. Okay, okay. But anyway, so they these two are, these two are in there getting it and like. She looked like 
like Kanye new wife. Like that was the vibe on this chick. So I was already kind of thrown just, off. Just pulled a girl out from underneath a couch in a hotel and <laughs> yeah. put some fake titties on her and said, all right, this is your new life. So I so I was able to get on a boat and start sucking. Ignore those two. I did bring my AirPods so I could listen to the Joe Budden podcast because there's been some somebody tried to duff Joe out. Oh, is that right? Well, somebody. I'm glad. I'm glad that this is your. This is what you listen to while you're having your restorative, <laughs> yeah, yeah, relaxing IV drip. You listen to a podcast where Joe Budden talks about a guy tried to fight him. Well, well, that, that's those are your binaural beats. If you if you if you've been following the DJ Envy scam, like the the real estate scam, which I know you have. I didn't. I mean, I <laughs> I, I followed along day one. But I don't know. I haven't kept up. Well, there's this guy Caesar who's like a big old fat motherfucker who's like the real That's ringleader. That's the guy. That's the guy. And I guess he C looks like big old. He looks like like broke. Like I want DJ Khaled. We got DJ Khaled at home. Yeah, yeah like we that. got DJ Caesar. He, I guess, his brother saw Joe out at some establishment in New Jersey mm. and tested his genus. That's blood right there. And Joe just walked away because he's rich, I think, and was mm. like, "I'm not talking to you, broke." And mm -hmm. then Joe was like, "They, because there's like a video of it." And Joe was like, "Well, they cut all, out all the parts where I was like, fuck you.' Mm -hmm, and they mm -hmm. just have a part where they're like taunting me while I drive away." He's like, "They, they cut out the 20 minutes of us like arguing," which is that's the problem. He's like, "You can't even." He's like, "I could have beat his ass, and they would just edited it, and it, yeah. wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have mattered." I guess when you're on that level, you can't. Once you lay down with with dogs, you're gonna get fleas, right? You I think argue you, with fools, and yeah, you can't tell. Who's I think the you fool. can't. I think you can't. I'm honestly surprised he doesn't have security. I, I would have security. I thought he did. I mean, as a driver, mm -hmm. which I guess at least you have somebody else with you. You know what I mean at all times. But I think yeah. you, it's it's considered the number one urban platform. That's the, what the, is the Joe Budden podcast. It's like the number one. Urban We're platform. calling it a platform. That's what they call it. So out of respect, that's what I call Do it. Do they call it an urban platform? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's why I feel okay saying it. I wouldn't say to that. To me, the, that sounds like a loading dock or something <laughs> like that, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm not... Go ahead. Yeah, back the 18-wheeler up. We can fit with, it. With the word platform, it removes any kind of racial uh yeah, stereotypes kind of with the word urban and it just goes straight to sort of city planning yeah and things that's, like that's, that. that's actually a really good point <laughs> i should i'll take the, i'll mention that to them when we, okay. when we catch up sure but yeah so it was like this it was um it, it it's funny to, it feels like he needs security more than like a rapper because all he does is talk shit oh yeah he's you got know? a target on his head yeah he's got a target on his head but he doesn't seem phased I mean, if if a guy who's like about to go to jail for the rest of his life and he's going to get sued for 28 million you know he's got a ratchet brother who's got nothing to lose. They're gonna yes. swing on him for some TikTok likes. Yeah. Like, if if I'm Joe Budden, I do not, I don't even talk to that guy. He literally turned. I think he like I roll the window up and I say bye bye. Yeah, I think he like turned around and walked back into whatever strip club or you know <laughs> whatever like quote unquote restaurant they were at in New Jersey. <laughs> They'd be going to these restaurants that are just like I'm. I, I have a uh, I have some. Some uh, tenderloin dying on the line back in Fogo de Chao. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. I'm not messing with you jokers. I ain't, I ain't messing with you broke hose. My I, cream corn is developing a film. <laughs> every word that you say. Do you think I have time for this when the creamed corn is ready? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that's now. so I had a, I feel pretty good. Like I feel pretty mm -hmm. recovered. I mean, I went to bed at nine and woke up at like 645. But you feel good today. The day before when, when we first arrived, we touched down and then you took a nap like a three-hour nap, and then from there you woke up and you were like, you're wonky ass, right? I almost had to reach for the Celsius. I resisted. 
because Celsius doesn't really work. So I resisted the Celsius. Mm -hmm. I was able to go to high mat and kind of, you know. What'd you do? Because I went to the gym too, but I just laid on the floor. Is that different than what you usually do? <laughs> I saw you it is. on this trip where you did a lot of hanging, I will say, and walking backwards, but I didn't see any lifting. Mm. Is well, that just, did I miss it? Well, I would lifted my body when I was hanging. Those are called pull-ups yeah, and no, chin-ups. No, no, I'm, I'm, I understand that, but it just seemed like there wasn't, there wasn't, I thought you would maybe pick up the weights at some point, but you didn't. I picked up weights. I didn't see. Kettlebells, I, I guess. But was it your for your kettlebell leanover stretch or was it for some? <laughs> <laughs> I love that stretch. Great stretch. Fuck you. No, I, I, I was doing deadlifts. Are those, do those count? Depending on the weight. Yeah. Mm, okay yeah. but no i did i i did a um i did a kind of biceps and triceps and some time on the treadmill mm -hmm. i thought it would just be good to move my it was more about moving my body after being sedentary for, for 15 sure. hours for sure wiggle it out but did you, cause I, you I stayed awake the whole time i pushed through i did a sauna and then when like 7 p.m 8 p.m rolled around i passed out for like 12 hours and i woke up and i felt much better but i'm still it I'm really, like one day away it really is twisted though to f leave on a Friday morning and arrive on a Friday morning. Also, yeah. I realized um, I had never landed at L. I'd never been in the international terminal at LAX. Yeah, I'd that's never so done customs crazy. at LAX. I've only done it in New York or Atlanta. Maybe. We were there. So we landed a half an hour early. Never heard of that either. Well, we had I, to wait on the plane because customs ain't open yet. We yeah, we were in line, first person in line. And we would see all the customs agents like with the cup of coffee, like rubbing the little sleepies out of their eyes. Literally like, all these, all these January six motherfuckers there, there was like a line and I'm like, <laughs> where are the agents? They're like, Oh, they're in a briefing. I'm like, should you do the briefing before the fucking doors open? That'd be nice. Like what? I mean, I was, I was fine because I guess I want to get somebody who's, I want to be a, an agent's first customer because they're just, they're going to knock 50 through just to get the, the wheels going. So they're just stamping everyone. They're sta you're so paranoid about about customs. And well, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not guilty. I don't think. Well, I'm, I mean, you look well, guilty. I, it's more of the time and convenience because yeah, sure. it's happened so many times. Like, I don't think I'm going to get arrested. I'm not. I'm not like. Would smuggling you? Would you in. give a little lip to it? Because I definitely have and would. No. Oh, I'll give a little lip to those losers. I, I have a whole thing that I do. I co I always show up with my hat on, and then when I make eye contact. I performatively <laughs> remove my God. hat to show respect. What, you, what is it, the 1800s? Out of respect, this guy's a fucking high school dropout with a gun. Like, you <laughs> need to respect him. All right, Jason, I want to talk to you about uh, David Smith. Uh, he's got a new show opening at Hauser and Worth in New York at the 22nd Street location. Uh, if you're not familiar with David, uh, he is one of the most influential, innovative artists of the 20th century, mostly known for sculpture. But this guy was doing his best work in the last five years of his life, which is uh, <laughs> kind of what I'm hoping for myself. <laughs> and just to be clear, his best work was done back in the 60s. It's important to note when, when he did pass away. It is away. important to know, but the sculptures are very interesting. They're cool. Show closes April 13th. No one thing. David Smith, late sculptures at Hauser & Worth 22nd Street Gallery. Seven of the artist's most important sculptures from the very final years. These are very important sculptures from his final years. And as much as you want to touch them, they are look, but do not. Mm -hmm. Don't make us look bad uh, is kind of is kind of what we're saying. Don't go in there and start knocking stuff over. <laughs> uh, David Smith uh, is now open at Hauser & Worth in New York at the 22nd Street location. 
and it closes on April 13th. Got it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Jason, hair thinning impacts a lot of us. Uh, in fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. Yeah. It's not only common, Jason, it's normal. Mm -hmm. So I think it's time to join the over 1 million people who are doing something about it thanks to Nutrafol. Hair thinning is complicated, uh, and the problem is it's actually much bigger than your hair alone. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health, mm. um, which if that's the case, Jason, then you're in top physical condition. Uh, <laughs> internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly Thicker, you know I like them thick, stronger hair. It's all connected, your body. It's all connected. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N U T. R-A-F-O-L dot com, promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code how long. Customs agents and TSA agents are the lowest. I have I have the least amount of respect possible for those people. Not all of them. Zero respect. Not all of them. Why would I respect them? Some of them are nice and helpful, but... It doesn't matter if they're nice or helpful. We're talking about respect. One bad apple is all it takes is the problem. I mean, I did once. I feel like back in the day, they used to have some good TSA agents. They just feel like guys who couldn't pass the cop test mm -hmm. and got dishonorably just discharged from the <laughs> Navy. Mm -hmm. And now they're like, what job can I have that I get a gun? Yeah. Or at least a taser if, yeah, if I don't minimum, pass that at test. At minimum, a taser. Like, sir, you're too cross-eyed to operate a firearm. I have no respect. And it's funny because in one time, this is one of the craziest things I've ever pulled off. This was a long time ago, obviously. I... I talked customs into letting me into Canada with a computer printout of my passport. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because like I had been, I don't know what I was doing. I had Your been, privilege. I had been somewhere and then was going to Toronto and didn't have my passport with me. Mm. So I had someone go to my house, scan it, email it to me, and I printed it out. And they were like, "All right, come on." They hit you with the okie dokie. They hit me with the. They hit me with That's the, well, you, it might be harder to get back in. And I'm like, well, I, I'm, don't test me. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? I'm already going now. I mean, you can't. I, I don't feel good about it, Mr. Black, but we'll allow, look, let you in we'll allow it. Thanks for being an Air Canada frequent flyer. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It feels, I mean, that really was well, the probably. Reason, the reason why I'm so um, paranoid is because I've showed up to the border in Canada with my actual passport and they've deported me back to America. That was a long time ago. I know, I know. And it happened once. And do you think you look guiltier now or then? Then. Tough to say. Then. Okay. No, no, no. You I, look a little shifty-eyed. I'll say that. Oh, I'm very shifty-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> but but now I'm shifty-eyed with a collared shirt instead of shifty-eyed so, with so, a so you think with a the, supreme hoodie. The fact that you're not wearing dim mock merch, you think is going to help you get, help you get through. <laughs> Of course it will. <laughs> no, that's true. I mean, I don't know. If can't make true. it worse. I don't know if that's true. Some of those, some of those army dropouts might really love Steve's work. It's not, it's not out of the question. They'll be like, "Damn, how'd you get the hundreds hoodie?" 
<laughs> Yo, bro. <laughs> oh, you do a great Latinx fella. <laughs> How did you get the hundreds hoodie? Yeah, yeah we made you it. like this? It's like when you like go to like a foreign country <laughs> and they're like, like uh, 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 I guess it's from a movie or something like that, like a Indiana Jones kind of thing, and like some tribes people are pointing at your shoes and they're like, and you, you like the shoes? Here, take them. Take them off and give it to him. The idea of you getting shook down at customs and taking off your hundreds hoodie to get through is is mm-hmm. really that's good stuff. You want me to sign DJ them jeans or just them jeans? You want me? I'll <laughs> Which do one do you want? You can look up the flyers on MySpace. They're pretty. They're up there right now. My top eight. I mean that. That's why I was deported from Canada is because I lied saying I was coming in to hang me. out, and then the guy turned his computer monitor around so to funny. a MySpace flyer with my face <laughs> and name on it, saying like. <laughs> Looks like you're about to DJ in a couple hours here. You're like, yeah, I'm doing this for free. This is kind of outreach for me. This is a religious thing. Yeah, busted. That was the other. That was the. That was the. I mean, I'm. I'm very glad to be back. I'm very glad to be back, and it felt good. I'm. I'm I'm five feet away from my fucking sauna. I feel good. I'm glad to be back, but I wanted. I want to talk about Australia and why it gets such a bad rap in America because now that I've been, it's kind of just America, but paradise. And and maybe the accent is annoying, but when you're there, it's not. Yeah, like well, I, guess, I think we've talked about this before. Of like we uh, we understand all the pros, but what are the actual cons? I don't think. Well, I guess I, I just think that because like like the <laughs> the Australian guys on Raya give everyone chlamydia, <laughs> and they come here and open bad breakfast restaurants. Mm-hmm. It gets a bad rep, and then you go there, and they're still using American eggs here, in, and everybody's in amazing. I, I don't. I just don't. The disconnect is is vast. Well, I th- I think we may have been exposed to some of their land's finest, and maybe that was partially by design. Absolutely, but we didn't. You know, we weren't in the bogan trenches. Uh, really dealing with who some of their worst, but also that's, every country has that. But that's what I mean. But who is like it? it like it, no one we know is dealing with. Th- when those we go kind. and do our show in Boston next month, we're we're gonna hang out with a bunch of cool people wearing jowned shoes and going to eat at restaurants where the oysters are seven dollars each. It's it's gonna be a controlled environment. We're not gonna be out in Southie watching our backs. No, 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 no. No, you're right. That's what I mean. I guess I just don't know. I mean, look, I, you wouldn't. I'd rather die than be seen eating at Ruby's. You know what I mean? I get it. Ruby's. Yeah, this awful Australian okay. mainstay. I thought you meant the, so, the 50s style diner. No, it's like okay. in. It's across from Amelian Door, and they play like Travis Scott and have a hamburger. It's a nightmare. <laughs> hot, hot service people, mm-hmm. but that's the only upside that I've, I've never eaten there. It's one of my proudest Ruby's kind of moments. You yeah. go and get like. Some, a bowl of hot chippies and a hangover burger. Yeah, I think like that. that's the famous thing. But mm-hmm. I, I just don't. I, I, I'm so confused after being there. Uh, and it is the only downside is the, the fact that you can barely communicate with America mm-hmm. because of the time difference. But otherwise, I'm seeing no downside. I guess as long as you're okay with not being in the epicenter of culture then that's that's okay you're you're 18 hours delayed from what's happening in new york and la but that also might be better like there is such a thing as being too close to it to where you're not able to appreciate it for sure or or you're also not able to perhaps um capitalize on it yeah you know what i mean there's such a thing as being too early to things you're telling me bro uh no but detrimentally so yeah i found it i found it I just I don't know I I still am looking for the downside everyone was so nice and everything was so good and like it was beautiful 
Yeah, I mean, it it is a, it's a, it's an amazing concept because it was I guess everyone was sent there a long time ago, and you know the the origins mm-hmm. of the land are dark and bad, just like America. But nowadays, it seems like you're the downside is you're so removed from everything else, and if you want to ship things and you want to watch things like movies come later and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But now with the internet and now with everyone being able to sort of do everything. All of these people can go, go to Japan, go to France, go to wherever, and soak up whatever they need to soak up. Come back home and make it at home, boo boo style, and then like that's good enough. And then sometimes it's even better. Like you know, the best pizza is in Japan, yeah, and the best coffee might be in Melbourne. Who knows? Yeah, it's very possible. It's very possible. I saw that Cat Cohen's in Melbourne right now, and I'm oh, like, really? that's crazy. We just missed you. Damn. And I told What's her she that, doing there. She's doing shows. Sick. She's like, I love it here. And I was well, like, me too. Um, do you want to say which which city you had a better time in overall, Sydney or Melbourne? <sighs> I'm I'm gonna have to say Melbourne, but I think it's biased. I'm gonna say Melbourne too. And I don't like that because I feel like in my heart of hearts, I'm more of a Sydney cat. And mm. maybe that is true if I spent more time there mm. because it feels more like a bustling metropolis. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I describe Sydney as New York with a beach. And mm. Melbourne is kind of like Toronto meets Orange County. Yeah. These are all great things for me. Yeah, like, none these of, all work. None of it is Durag- Durago. No, none. All of this works, but I think the similarities to to Canada really I wasn't expecting. Kind mm. of like it really felt like Toronto and Vancouver in certain places. Yeah. Um, I think I like Melbourne better too. But we also uh, it could be the hosts. Like I said, it's biased. Like, which city did you have more fun in? The one where five hundred people came to <laughs> pay tickets to watch you. And every every meal you had was curated by the people who picked the best restaurants and yeah. blah blah blah. Like, yeah, that was more fun. I don't. I think that the dinner at Tim Williams Street, like that crew, that was fun for me. Like I said yeah. last time, because it was just the people were great. But I think overall, Melbourne is a little. It feels a little cooler, perhaps. But that's just on one trip. Well, I mean, also the the president of Hungary wasn't staying at our hotel oh, in. God. So, so they say that this is the president of Hungary. After seeing this person, she looked like the president of TJ Maxx. The president of Hungary got out of a fucking chauffeured BMW with eight fucking security guards wearing like a TJ Maxx muumu and like a <laughs> street purchase straw hat like she'd been at the at Bondi. <laughs> but every time we tried to do anything at the Grand Hyatt or excuse me, at the, at the Four Seasons in Sydney, there was eight security guards that like wouldn't tell you what was going on but they would just tell you you have to move and i have Mm -hmm. to say i don't have like i don't care this isn't she's not the president of my country yeah or this country that we're in and she's not even a celebrity i'd rather move for brad pitt i respect him Mm -hmm. yeah i don't i don't i don't like um when a when a un i guess like when uh i don't know if they're a police officer or no they're they're not they're like private security with like, but it feels weird. Like if I'm in America and just a random guy tells me to move, I'm just gonna I'm say like, no. Off. But he, but out of there, you know, in a foreign country, far away, I'm like eh, begrudgingly. But if there's five guys all wearing different variations of skin tight Under Armour with like a gun, mm-hmm. I have to. They have earpieces in. I have mm-hmm. to respect it because they are willing to use their tools. Yeah, but I mean, what I want to know what type of 
what what legal jurisdiction they have over me from one private citizen to another. They do not. I think that's the whole thing. It's just like I look mean, so you're gonna listen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, our Uber came, and they were like, "No." <laughs> I'm like, "What, bro? Our car's here. Fuck off." Mm-hmm. But we did have to obviously. Maybe I should. I mean, it would have been bad if I was like, "Look, guys, I promise." I am not going to assassinate the president of Hungary right now. <laughs> Look, it does. It it it. That's like when the guy into it, the TSA line says, "Oh, oh, that's where my bomb is," and it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it's like. That's exactly what it's oh, like. Oh, like I'm going to bring a gun. Like I'm going to bring a gun. <laughs> like I would bomb. actually kill the president of Hungary. You're crazy. Um, really quick, thank you to my friends at Essence for sending me Burberry nail art. That um, I'm going to try those out. I got to get a mani first. Essence has been sending me lots of stuff lately. Well, it's the 20th anniversary, so they're celebrating. Yeah. I would, I, my stuff's all in New York, but I, I want the $4,000 Elder Statesman, but I didn't. I don't that think I I'm haven't get, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to receive that either. But I am enjoying my J.W. Anderson um, gym bag. Are you using The orange it? one. I use it for a gym bag. Yeah. Have you gotten any attention from maybe... Mm-mm. No, I'm trying. I'm praying that Some thing. Some of your sauna boys haven't commented on your new clutch? When I'm, when I'm done... And I'm, it's time to go outside to the car and go home. I will, sometimes will go and maybe <laughs> p- do a lap, fully a fully clothed, with my new clothes on. You know, my street yeah. clothes after I've showered and changed. Maybe I need to go and get a, a chilled towel from the far away. Oh, refrigerator. I, I, I do this too. I know exactly what you mean. Oh, let me just see what's going on in here. Just so they can, you know, because the problem is when when I wear my gym clothes. It's like, you know, just Nike shorts and a ratty t-shirt and whatever. It's I don't I'm mm-hmm. not like stunting in Nike Pro and I'm not doing a whole thing. But then I want people to respect me and not think <laughs> well, I'm a well, loser. Well, you got to do a lot more than carry a, a tote bag to get respect. But good luck. You know, have a nice tote bag, maybe Maybe the rollies jingling a little bit. Who 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 even knows? You walking through Equinox to get a towel, shaking your wrist while you hold a bright orange mm-hmm. bag is is funny. Yeah. So far, no respect. That's fine. <laughs> um, I was watching the newest SNL. Which one? It was from a couple of days ago, or I guess. No, it was from last week. Yeah, right? it was from yeah, last it week. Was. Yeah, cause the, cause not, they not took this, they took this week off, and then next week is uh, Lesbian Fest with Boy Genius. Oh no, who was um, it? It's Boy Genius and somebody's like, this is the apocalypse. I can't remember who it was. It's really funny. Man. The fall of Boy Genius was fast, wasn't it? Well, the fall of they Boy Genius among people we sun. know is fast, and the their star has risen mm-hmm. higher than anyone could ever have thought. Well, that's that's the thing that I've been thinking about a lot, and then I'll get back to SNL about. I mean, like when you see that happening, or like Travis Kelsey has a, his own line of microwavable barbecued beef that you can get at Walmart, and and all these diffusion lines, and it's it's fascinating or interesting to me that the bigger somebody gets, it doesn't always necessarily mean that they can do these type of diffusion things, and I think that the you're you're destined for success as a top celebrity earner performer musician whatever it is if poor people fuck with you totally because there's a lot of artists where or just celebrities in general where poor people don't fuck with you and you, there's so much money left on the table no the no. most money you can make is if poor people like you. travis kelsey microwavable beef tips <laughs> Are going to sell burnt ends? Some, yeah, some Travis Kelsey burnt Look, ends. Look, those are gonna sell. That's a good like like Cho was saying earlier. It's like if he was trying to launch 
a streetwear brand, it would be like, you're the worst dressed guy on earth. Don't do this. I trust a Kansas City based <laughs> football player with my beef tips. That makes sense to me. I would bet my life that he's not tasted it. That <laughs> no, he has not tasted his no, own he's food. Tasted, he's a real do one. Do you think bro. he's in the lab with yeah. his chef's coat on? I he's bet like, he's not mm. there. I bet he's not there for the first three to ten rounds. I think this one got maybe a half an hour too much smoke. Um, <laughs> well, I saw Let's bump it down to two twenty. Because Phoebe and and Taylor Taylor took Phoebe to Manetta Tavern mm-hmm. over the weekend. And I was like, wow, that is, that's almost the biggest crossover cosign Phoebe's ever gotten. Like going to dinner with Taylor Swift and getting the paparazzi that's photos. That's her biggest look. That's like the greatest look you can have right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what could be better. Because, I mean, what do you think they ate? Do I guess those sitting two, next to her two? at the Super Bowl, that's about, I mean, sitting next to her in the booth is pretty big but do you think those two rumored lesbians were sucking down bone marrow or do you like how do you what do you what are those two eating at Manetta tavern one of the heaviest restaurants well i can in new york i City. can tell you that keith mcnally posted the oh, full he did. oh he did i didn't read it i didn't read it one moment please <laughs> what was the order i mean that's why keith is the best because he's like damn these two chicks came to my restaurant i'm gonna say a detailed report of what they ate Okay, all great with the table. Taylor Swift was with Phoebe Bridgers. Chef Laurent sent baked oysters and foie gras amuse-bouche. They definitely ate the oysters, and maybe they maybe they smelled the foie gras, but um, I was near the table when Taylor ate the oysters. She opened her eyes and said, my God, she, re- <laughs> she really liked it. Oysters? I'm sorry. I've eaten a lot of oysters in my life. I've never said "Oh God" after an oyster. <laughs> but these these were baked oysters. I don't Those know. Are, that's nasty. But go ahead. Yeah, there's bre- breadcrumb and spinach and shit. And then they had the uh, the scallops to share. So they're keeping it light so far. So far, the a lot of gifts from the sea. Then she had <laughs> Dover sole and the friend. Damn, Phoebe got friend and the friend lobster volevon. They drank two rhubarb Sophie. She was here until 12.15. They did not want desserts, so Laurent brought Madeline and introduced himself. Okay, so they went to Minetta Tavern and ate fish. They're just like me. They first said of they'll all. be back, and their security also enjoyed their meal. There's nothing better than when celebrities got the security guards eating burger and fries at the bar. And then the best, sorry, the best is Island Creek oysters. They're they're a famous oyster yeah. manufacturer. I'm actually familiar with Island Creek. They're in the comments saying, <laughs> "Wait, Taylor Swift ate our oysters <laughs> and liked it." <laughs> That's actually really good. <laughs> That's funny. That's a very strange. Like I don't, I love Manetta Tavern because it's like such a great restaurant. But I don't go there that often because the for me the food is just kind of like. I know that I'm not the the yeah. intended customer. You go there to either get a very heavy cheeseburger or a somehow even heavier cheeseburger. Yeah, There's two I, options. And it's delicious, I'm sure, and the fries are amazing. And I've never yeah. had a bad meal there. Yeah. But I just can't. It's just like I know it's not really for me. We know that um, Dover Sole, especially swimming in a sauce, oh. is a trigger for you. When I see that, I get scared. For all the diners, mm-hmm. not just myself. Because this big old tree could fall at any moment. Anybody could fall. Um, but yeah, it, it is It is funny that he may have burned his restaurant by by like reporting that here these celebrities are here. This is exactly what they ordered. This is when they came and all that stuff. I don't, do you think Phoebe would be 
or I mean, sorry, Taylor would be like, mm. I think Taylor is. I think Taylor loves it all because there's nothing. There's right. nothing bad about. She this. has no idea who Keith McNally is. Or no, I bet, that no, he I bet she's this. more tapped in than we think. I bet she's more tapped in than we think. But I think that she. I think she loves. Obviously, like going to dinner with fellow celebrities every night of the week mm -hmm. at a New York hotspot and and the paparazzi following you. You don't have to do that. So I mean, it sounds exhausting. Sounds pretty good to me, but I get what you're saying. I mean, once a week, maybe, but the, dealing with the whole, th I mean, I guess it's not that hard because a, a car pulls up and you walk 10 feet yeah. into a table, but you put on a hot, you put on an outfit, you get your hair and makeup done. You walk 10 feet, get your picture taken with one of your celebrity friends, go inside, have a free meal, mm -hmm. come back out to the car and then go maybe for some cocktails. Oh, it's not free. I bet it's Didn't free. you read that article where it's like, here's what it's like serving Taylor Swift at a restaurant. Yeah. She comes in, she eats, she pays, she leaves. I did read that 3,000 word article where someone just tracked Taylor Swift's restaurant. Like, Isn't that what anyone does at a restaurant? It is. I guess that, I guess that was the point, though, that she's <laughs> just like us. I'm sure she's paying, but I'm sure she's paying. I mean, what else can you do at a restaurant? It's like, I went to Chuck E. Cheese, I played video games, and I had pizza. I'm I, a little bit different. I think maybe she... I, expect, I guess I expect her to pay... But I don't think she's paying what we would be paying. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Which is fine. That's she deserves that. And she'll drop a you know four hundred dollar tip. Yeah, that's on the her thing. on her two top. That's fine. Yeah. Um. But 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 back to the SNL. It was it was with the the host was Nate Bazergate, who's like a stand up guy who works clean. Who was I was impressed. Yeah, by he was funny. I saw it. It was good. The the sketch mocking the imperial system of measurements compared to. Um, oh, I didn't watch any of that. I just meters and the centimeters was was really funny but when i was wa i was watching the foo fighters Ugh. with with her featuring with, her with, with featuring her My enemy and i was off a bean and i was like because carolyn was like who the fuck why, why is her here who is her and i'm like these are the questions that we ask all the time nobody knows why she's only here. people know her. it was cool it was cool watching it because i know we've talked about her we know about her but she had never heard of her so it was, it was interesting to watch somebody who had no idea what the deal was organically come Eight. to the conclusions and then by the end of the song she was like she's kind of like an industry plant and i was like yes the, yeah. the only people that know her or any of her songs are people that like vote on the grammys that's the mm -hmm. only people who know it's truly insane and also i mean the foo fighters <clears throat> are just the fucking worst well they i was impressed by how good they they all look for their age they yeah. look really good and they're tight, but they look like they're, you know, kind of going through the motions. But, you know, just like any other band like that. Um, but I don't it's, even been know a, it's been a while since they made a song that I enjoy. I don't even know why I dislike them so much, though, because they're like pretty middle of the road. Yeah. I just really it's just so uncool. And I'm not even like a Nirvana guy. I could give a shit about Nirvana. Yeah. I mean, Pat Smear on guitar, a legend. And but he, yeah, the whole thing. I don't know. But um. I was watching her and I was trying to figure out I was really trying hard like what is her sauce like what mm. is her thing how can I distill her down and I don't think you're going to like the deduction okay it's it's Alicia Keys meets John Mayer yeah no I, I don't you're right because she can shred that's like part of her appeal yeah. is that she's like a guitar player yeah but it, but it's just so ham-fisted where it's like if she's going to play a song, it's only a matter of time until there's like 
the break. Yeah. And then everyone, the camera goes to her and then she lays down a tasty lick. But the other thing about it's her, like, oh, say the thing, say the thing. I uh, believe is that she always, she has, she always wears sunglasses and she has terrible taste in sunglasses. <laughs> Some of the ugliest <laughs> sunglasses I've ever seen. And she wears them constantly. So if you're going to wear sunglasses all the time, I'm with it, but get something, get some nice ones. Okay. That's, get, that's your takeaway. Do your collab with Jacques Marie or Oliver Peoples. Do something. I don't, I mean, I don't know if a square frame suits her silhouette, but yeah. <laughs> they um, make others. <laughs> the only other note I have on was the comedian who's named Funny Marco. Yeah. Funny, <laughs> funny Marco. It's so sick. And I was so annoyed by it. Well, it, it was like, it's, it's it's funny as it is. I don't know if he's funny or not. I don't have TikTok and I don't watch his videos. But it was making me a little sad that the way we are in in society now that we have to have such a a base level prefix to somebody's name as just funny, like a comedian's name. I think name. that's just his clever street name his homies gave him. What's clever about that? Cuz it's like calling you tall Jason. I don't do it, but people do it. <laughs> it's it's like i can't help you with that chief something uh, the only thing i wrote down was funny marco imagine being a comedian where your name has the word funny in it it's like calling yourself good at singing post malone <laughs> <laughs> well a funny marco is apparently funny it just I bugs me that that that's where we're at this episode of how long gone is brought to you by booking.com that is booking dot yeah booking.com offers so many possibilities across the u.s uh, from relaxing beach resorts, which you know I, I love and I'm a big fan of, love to bake in the sun, to remote mountain cabins where you can go up there and work on your kind of acoustic album. Mm. The multitude of choices across the beautiful United States of America on Booking.com allow you to book whoever you want to be. I, Jason, you know me. I, I'm a different version of myself depending on where I'm traveling and who I'm with. You know, I mean, it's always baseline. Oh, wow. It's baseline, Chris. Diva alert. It's baseline, Chris, but when I'm in Australia, it's different. But in the U.S., if I go to Florida, if I go to Georgia, if I go to California, if I go to Wyoming, you know, I, I'm going to switch up my swag a little bit. Oof, I can only imagine. I, I just recently used Booking.com to take a little uh, post-V-Day trip up into wine country, hmm. and I can't wait to see who I will be when I am there. So book whoever you want to be on Booking.com booking dot yeah are you having a hard time coming up with new fresh exciting meals to cook every single day day after day i know i am it's nice to take a little break from the chaos trying to figure out what you're going to cook you know i love my meal kits and being able to feast on a delicious meal without the long prep cook times driving to the store what if the produce is bad what if they ran out of salmon Ugh. That's what drew me over to the Home Chef folks. Home Chef meals are effortless, even for somebody like me who isn't making it on to Top Chef anytime soon. Well, uh, I am actually going to make it maybe more so on <laughs> Iron Chef, or if there's a better better thing than Top sooner Chef. Sooner than me. I mean, Let's call it Toppy Chef. It's just a little bit more on top. <laughs> Toppy Chef is going to get cut. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Uh, for a limited time, Home Chef is offering uh, our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and, and this is great for me, free dessert for life. 
at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 meals free and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive that free dessert. Don't get it twisted. I haven't seen his work either, but I'm familiar with his. I, I know that I hear about him on my like Joe Budden, like because he he like will bring a rapper in and like do some fucked up shit, and the mm -hmm. rapper like wants to kill him. Yeah, but then like they know it's a joke. It's but all it's good, like, bro. Little baby doesn't have a sense of humor, mm -hmm. so it's like he might kill you. I don't think little little funny Marco's so funny. After but that's all. why he gets a hundred million views is because he's like yeah. testing Quavo. <laughs> But do we talk about do we talk about the, do we talk about the food guy going to Atlanta? No, we we briefly touched on him, but not really. I've, he's I've, the he's the Keith so, Lee. Somebody sent us the oh, oh Sue sent us that <laughs> website. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to. We got to talk about that. That's fucking hilarious. I don't know any of these guys. But he was the number one. <laughs> what is who is the, who wrote this list? Because I don't know these people. Let me see. It's and just, it's, it's, just like a, it's just yeah, it's like a Substack. Um. Let me scroll down. This is this is bad. Sorry, guys. Do 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 do. It was like um. Here we go. Ranked the forty-two secret puppet masters of food. Um, it's a a website called the Supersonic dot Blackbird dot XYZ, and I'm sure the two people who wrote this. It's the guy who started Resi. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ben Leventhal. It's the right. guy who started Resi. So I, I like that. I use Resi so services. I, I think the guys who wrote this listened to the podcast, which is why we appeared so high on this list full of people who are much more uh, influential. So we made, yeah, we much made, more of a puppet master. We made this list along with our, our friend Sue Chan, but also a handful of funny people, I would say, made this list. Like it's There's 42 people. The, the, the bottom half... Are kind of like actual food people yeah. like Eric Warheim, Gohar, Sue, Action Bronson, you know, Jeremy Allen White, Gwyneth Paltrow, How Long Gone, Brooks Headley from Superiority Burger, all these people. And then it turns, you know, Phil Rosenthal, and then it turns into mostly just kind of TikTokers, which is the sad part. Well, I mean, but your boy was number one. Keith Lee, the goat, number one. Taylor Swift is number two. And Dave Portnoy is number three. I mean, unfortunately, I kind of agree with them, though. Yeah. Like, as far as, like, actual influence goes, like, Dave Portnoy can, like, they, they all, I mean, Taylor, not, but those two got Keith Lee and Dave Portnoy can, like, change your life overnight. Yeah. If they say that your restaurant is good. And yeah. if they say a restaurant is bad, they can ruin your life. I, I think the, the, maybe the issue that I'm taking is we have moved from, food or restaurant critics to food or restaurant reviewers and then with that with that name change or that distinction blurry, change yeah. does that remove what does that mean is that like sort of a, a safety net to where i'm not critique do I mean, you know what i mean like i think there i think that like well, with the Keith Lee thing, because I like looked into it more, I was like... He's a former MMA fighter. That's the best part. <laughs> but he, I looked into it more, and the, the funniest thing about him is that he's like... It, it's he, The stuff he was complaining about in Atlanta that everybody got so mad about, like, I can't believe, and everybody like got, like, agreed with him. Like, 
were, were, were things like we don't do takeout or like your whole party has to be here before we'll seat you, <laughs> which are pretty common things. Sure. You know, we're like charging for sauces right? and shit. It's and more I, common than not. And so the more when I heard about it, I was like, oh, this is funny. And then when I read about it more and then I looked at it more after after this list, I was like, this is people are just dumb. It's like he, right. it's people just don't know how it works. And so they like felt like he was giving a voice to the voiceless. It's like, yeah, guys, <laughs> no one wants to wait on their whole party to get there to sit down. Mm-hmm. That's almost every restaurant I've ever been to at this point. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, an MMA fighter who lives in Las Vegas or like doesn't take reservations. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of like mm-hmm. I don't love that either. But that's par for the course kind of that's not surprising or exclusive to like mom and pop chicken places in atlanta mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's a normal it's very normal <sighs> yeah but yeah thanks for adding us on this list it feels good to be ranked above gwyneth paltrow well i mean i like that gwyneth paltrow's on it because she's not known for like eating so i do like that that her influence is felt yeah she's listed as gwyneth paltrow skier that's for- fucking funny forget the mind-boggling footprint of goop without ceo paltrow do we have the almond mom or girl dinner? Her reckless influence wreaks more havoc on diets than it does on ski slopes. Great point. See, I she was influential. I actually, speaking of almonds, I went to Sweetgreen last <laughs> night to reacclimate with America. First of all, there's a new app and my credit isn't showing up, which I need to oh, discuss. But anyway, they've changed the shrumami. They've taken out the beets, added a cabbage, and there's no more sesame seeds. It's it's chopped almonds. Uh-huh. And I have to say, magnifique. Oh, really? Unbelievable. The the almond A crunch, retooling for the better. The almond... Sesame seeds just get stuck in your fucking teeth or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're not even... You know, they don't do anything. I suppose they're more of a nuisance than anything. But the, the, the almond, chopped almonds give it a nice toothiness that I was craving and mm-hmm. didn't know. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to trying the sweet green protein bowls. I saw those. But also, so after... after I was like, I need a treat, obviously. Mm-hmm. And there's a new cookbook. Uh, on Larchmont uh-huh. and I didn't know where it was I was just driving towards Larchmont and it's actually in like a little house before the main Larchmont area which is genius mm-hmm. so you can like park it's like pretty normal mm. I pull up I, I get a spot right in front I'm like I'm gonna get a let me go and get a treat walk up let me go get a tumor and it's literally bitch. Phi ASAP Nast Simi Hayes mm-hmm. at Cookbook and I was like, community goods is so lit on Saturdays that these people have to go somewhere else it's a runoff. to loiter. <laughs> 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 and I was like, does Simi Hayes, do they go to anywhere that has matcha? Or is it like, you think it's like a, do you think they even, do you think they have a preferred matcha? Or do you think they just, they go wherever matcha is? So does the cookbook have a yummy matcha? They, I, it was on the menu. I didn't have, I was able to secure a peanut butter cookie sandwich. Peanut that was delicious sandwich what was in between the peanut butter cookie peanut butter <laughs> <laughs> did they it have a name they say you like peanut butter uh it might have had a name but the, the cookbook it's really nice it's really well done i'm like sure i'm sure but it has like a nice it, it's it's the, it has like a larchmont style deep selection of expensive linen napkins for you know what i mean it's got mm, okay, okay it's got it, it they tailored it for the neighborhood okay okay and a selection of course of the, all the john and vinnie's chocolates which i didn't know they made i didn't know they made chocolates which looked either. pretty good i i didn't i didn't get one but it looked pretty good i mean i doubt i'm gonna go i mean I've, i'll go and check it out 
kick the tires, but I, I kind of doubt I'm going to go. I just have no use for it. Really. Well, it's far from you, too. It's, it's like, far from you. I like but I But I need, I, I need high-quality ingredients. I don't need linens. I don't need like... But it has all the high quality. It has yeah. all that. It, I think it's just like they know where they are. Mm-hmm. It still had all the like stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I didn't... Obviously, I'm not as familiar with what the good stuff is as you I'm are. I'm more of a McCall's man myself. Yeah, well, you're not going to see Simeon Hayes double parking the G-Wagon at McCall's, so I got no business there. I know. It's it's more for the heads. I mean, I think this is this feels more like a coffee shop, which I think is actually great because... Yeah. Going to you can't go to go get them on Larchmont anymore because you have to double park your car with fifteen Uber drivers, <laughs> so it's not worth it. Yeah, um, they really need to work out a parking solution. And community there. goods is delicious. It's just so lit that sometimes you need an option. These are these are real real problems. And they closed. The what's the what was coffee coffee after all that scandal? They closed it. They had that one that had the delicious food that was right off. Mm-hmm. That was like near Larchmont but not on it. That's closed. They closed the other one too. Really? Yeah by large or by somebody Fairfax opened it it's Monica. another coffee shop now we really should have made that how long gone roasters <laughs> we really should have <laughs> honestly it's like that would have been the perfect how long gone coffee shop is this a goal is this a goal of yours maybe i think we should open a, a physical business yeah but something different than coffee smoothie my original no business i think coffee plan smoothie idea? i'll do coffee smoothie tomorrow okay we if, need any, if any of our vc listeners uh we can send over the deck um, we're looking for some seed investment, angel as well, whatever. Yeah, and some experience in the space. <laughs> but I, I, I think that yeah. So it's just it's a nice option for that. But I also they had what was I was so surprised by, and maybe I'm just not familiar with the technological advancements in the coffee space. Mm-hmm. But it a place like Cookbook, I thought they would have the kind of beautiful law whatever like the one La Martotza. yeah like the one and they had mm-hmm. some kind of weird electronic one oh, okay but not like delta lounge like definitely <laughs> like some high-end shit and i'm mm-hmm. sure they're using like amazing beans mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i was just like really like i think you still have to do the thing but it's not it's a decision that people have to make i don't like that and i don't know if they're cheaper they're probably more expensive i think it's, it's one of those things where like you have the old style and then you have the new style yeah. and at a certain point that wave just kind of crashes and people are just but do you know what i mean does that that make you think differently of a place if you walk in and see a touchscreen espresso machine versus the kind of classic for now yeah for now yeah but i think when you're opening a place in you know in 2023 where time is exponentially moving faster and faster you're looking at this machine costs 50 grand even if i get the old style the new style you know, and you're you're making a bet on your future. What's it going to be like in five years? It just looks it's, bad. It's like when automatic transmissions first yeah, came sure, out, and you're like, sure. "That's just for pussies." I need to shift like a real man and look at us now. You it can't just, buy a it, car it, like that. It feels like a. It feels like it's like an electric car and a gas car. Yeah, you you'll know? never like, catch me in an electric car until they make me. They're literally going to make you. Soon. Yeah, but I got twenty years. No, you don't. I think it's 2030 in California. They stop. You you, it's, you can't buy a gas car. Oh, anymore. you can't buy like new. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can still have old school. I guess when I... <laughs> Alfa Romeo. I, I, when I, but if you go to the pump, people are going to be like, ugh. I mean, people it's, are already people, like if that, you, I'm like sure. In, 20, in the year 2030, if you drive your car past a group of people and it is emitting exhaust from fossil fuels, people are going to look at you like you're chewing tobacco. Fine with me. I'm going to... I'll roll my coal right in their little faces. Uh, you're going you're gonna to spit that zin out like Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> that that the yeah the dude i sent you 
Theo Vaughn on Tucker is one of the most twisted things. Or is it Tucker on Theo Vaughn? No, no, it was him. He went on. He Mm. went on. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. Tucker's dangerous. I mean, he's too smart. But I think he does like a four-hour X show, which is just so crazy. God damn it! But when I saw Theo Vaughn, I'm like, Theo Vaughn will do anything. Like I didn't know he was that. Like I didn't know that's the zone he went in. I don't think it is. I think, like you said, he he's he's like um, he's he's like a novelty animal or something like that. He's what well, you know, like that grump. He's like a grumpy cat or something. Like you can just put him anywhere, and people point and laugh at him. Be like, ah, yeah, yeah, this yeah. guy's crazy. Like, yeah, how has he not like killed himself on accident yet by like huffing or like a gunshot injury? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, how I, has he not just like fallen off a building? I saw a guy at the gym this morning, and I I was. I couldn't believe. So he walked in and he was wearing a sweatshirt that looked like, like had a nice sheen to it. Like it almost looked plastic. Okay. And it had scribbles. It was scribble print. Okay. The, the, it looked plastic. Like it looked like, like a like, hoodie. Plastic? No, no. It looked like rayon. Like it looked like, like okay. the cheapest, most flammable, like, like something that you would have like a, a cycling jersey or like yes. a, okay. Yeah, but a hoodie. Like a rash guard and hoodie it said, kind of okay. it said on it, broken crayons still color. <laughs> what what gym was this? At Easton. And I'm like. People who wear stuff like that. This guy's like a hot buff. You know what I mean? He makes too much money to wear something so like he's that. So wearing, he's wearing that. Broken crayons still. <laughs> I'm like, what does that still mean? Still make color? Broken crayons still color. You don't know. I know what that means. That he wants to let everybody know that he's hot and rich and balling, but he's kind of broken. Yeah, he's. It had, wasn't easy for him. He has issues. Life wasn't handed to me. But but he. I mean, that sounds like like a like a corn EP. <laughs> you know what I mean? So this is happening, and I'm like, that is a fuck. That is a fucked up sweatshirt. Like, I'm like, this is That's one of the cool. most fucked up garments I've ever seen. He turns around. I don't want to google this he turns around he's got the backwards mesh hat on mm-hmm. that says walls are meant for climbing and i'm like did you <laughs> how did you wear these two things together today okay broken crayon still color is a children's book but it's also a hoodie i mean i guess it's a children's book for people who have kids who are broken <laughs> i just the combination of two slogans it didn't look like this did it Yes. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It didn't look like this, did it? Of course it did. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, this is the kind of hoodie that you can only buy for $23 online. There's not an original version that it's being ripped off. It's only on like these fake weird thingies. But also there's a there's a Yeezy West Lang Wyoming piece that kind of seems a little similar. <laughs> Following the light to live to fly do by not doing that's kind of deep preach so you want one because i can cop one for you i mean only i don't know if i'm gonna wear that to gq damn also i found this hoodie for 12 it's just all over print of 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 beef that it's like a ribeye steak that looks that would be good for you wear that to mccall's i bet they'll give you a discount it's the kind of hoodie where it's like 3XL is where it starts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We don't have a large. Uh, no, no. Large. You, you got us. You got me fucked up. You think I got a large in the beef hoodie? <laughs>
beef print hoodie. Oh, okay. Well, um, what do we have coming up this week? We have weird podcasts happening this week. Don't weird we? podcasts happening this week, but we're going to, yeah, I guess we do have weird podcasts this week. We have a cool guest that we're doing this week. I guess I don't want to jinx it. Um, don't jinx it. A legendary person. Legend. Legend. We, uh, he's been on, he's been on sex in the city playing a piano. That's all I'll say. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're we're still mentally. He wasn't beating the gay rumors. We're mentally preparing for how long gone live at the El Rey. I know. I'm I'm I've been sort of like mentally pushing it off because I'm having big time imposter syndrome because the El Rey is a theater that I've I've talked about before. But like I've grown, I've been there for since I was a teenager going to shows. I don't think I've ever been there. I mean, it's it's just a regular theater, yeah. but I mean, it, it's legendary. It's been there forever, sure. Been there sure. for a long time, but I mean, so many things have happened there over the years. And you know, when we played the Troubadour for our first LA show, like that was cool because, like, you know, Elton John and all this, you know, all the history there. But it's not that big. But I the, saw that but the saw, like a like a real proper theater. I drove by Troubadour yesterday and was looking at some of the. I was like sitting there waiting, and I was looking at some of the posters, and I saw that Dog Star was playing there, Keanu Reeves band. I was like, it's crazy to me that Keanu Reeves has to go to the Troubadour and like <laughs> plug in his bass cab. <laughs> he likes to do that. I though. know he does. He but feels he, real. It's crazy to it's me. It's like Ellen Boxer's driving the 2004 Tacoma. No, it's crazy. Ellen Boxer's. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I understand what you mean. I don't really care about stuff like that, but mm -hmm. I don't know if there's a place like that for me, really. No, I mean, I guess Webster Hall is, is equally kind of crazy. I never. I, that's not a place I go to, though. Like I don't. Sure. Like I went to. I've been to Barry Ballroom much more than I've been to Webster mm -hmm. Hall. You know what I mean? It's it, it's it's a, a thing that I'm very excited about. I'm I'm like really looking forward to it, and I want to do a good job. Okay, well that makes one of us. So congratulations. <laughs> no, but but it's we had a great show in in Melb. So hopefully some of that material can translate over. But I'm going to yeah. spend this week really. Um, Going logic style, pen to the pad, Macklemore esque, <laughs> page after page, um, and then we're gonna see what happens. But you know, because I want to do a good job, but I also know that the only thing you can do, I mean, like the style that, of our live show, because people are like, "What do you guys do?" And it's like we do what we do on the show. I just, but in yeah, front I of love an audience. that narrative. Uh, yeah, from that we listened to something about ourselves uh, that was a kind of a recap of the Melbourne show, and it was it was so insane. Like the what, what is it going to be? I'm like, what the fuck do you think it's going to be? Well, I mean, it, it is a little bit of a question mark because every live not podcast, if you have two brain cells, like it's like <laughs> obvious. Like every what, live podcast has something different. A lot of people use visuals, and I guess that's true, and things like that, or they have music. And they have once we start once we start doing our dances like Benito and Mary Beth, <laughs> it is over for you hoes. I ain't gonna be doing no dances. Once Jason and I learn a little dance, I ain't be gonna do no dances. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be. But but for what we do, it's it's just sort of like a spontaneous conversation, and all you can do is just watch two people go for it and hope for the best. But that's the that's when we are at our best when. It would never work if we came out with an hour of pre-written material and jokes and bits and yeah, stuff I like agree. a stand-up person. It just it, it wouldn't it wouldn't flow right. It has I to agree. be has to be organic. We can't be in sync mode. It has to be. This is vinyl only. <laughs> <laughs>
Sorry, it's a limited 12-inch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to talk to Kate Berlant tomorrow and give her the lay of the land. But I think she can I think she can uh, not only hang with us, but probably shit on us. So that's good for us. Yeah. But also, you know, her podcast, Poog, it, in many ways, it has, I mean, it, it couldn't be further from us in many ways, yeah. but it also is very similar to us. It's two people mm-hmm. around Los Angeles, a little bit of New York, similar circles similar size of of outreach and audience more or less discussing their day involving health and wellness around the los angeles area well i mean nothing i'd rather talk about you know tickets are available except they're actual real comedians and, and and writers and things like that what are we dj (laughs) all right how long gone (laughs) i mean i could dj way better than both of them combined damn you tell one him, hand. Jason. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell him. But also, I mean, they, they are gourmands. They enjoy cuisine. The restaurants of Jar, etc. We all enjoy the gay steakhouse. I know. KK earlier today, she's like, all right, for my birthday, Jar. Wow. Pri- private room. Oh, yeah. Because it's a good place. You, you, we don't need to do a full sit down, but you can just have some pre-ordered no, bites full sit down okay full sit down i mean i won't be here probably but full sit down onion ring tower oh mm. okay how long gone thank you for listening el ray next saturday november 11th with Kate Berlant and robbie hoffman yeah this saturday get tickets um on our website howlonggone.com and uh we'll be back with more podcasts this week yeah man we'll see you around <laughs>